So we got James Harden. Mm-hmm. He's in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul. He's in the playoffs. PJ Tucker. He's in the playoffs. DeMarcus Cousins. He's in the playoffs. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting. Oh, Russell Westbrook. He's in the play-in mm-hmm. for the playoffs. Yeah. What do they all have in common? They just weren't right. They weren't a right fit for us. How's Carmelo doing? He's at the he's on the Blazers? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's in the play. He's in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. He's in the playoffs. He's in the playoffs. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's weird how everyone you know, everyone else fits in our jackets. Like the, the, the they're not a fright fit here, but it fits everyone. They just fit cozy everywhere else. Hey man, listen. Every pot's got a lid. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to Stick Your Take with Ed and Aaron. I, I don't know what to do anymore, man. Like, uh, uh, cryptocurrency, dog coin, doge coin. Like, what is it? Dog E coin? Is the E silent? Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, like, I don't know what to do with my money. I got everybody telling me I need to invest in crypto. I need to do something so with who's this. Who's telling you that? Everybody's telling who's me everybody? that. Everybody. Literally. Everybody, dude. Everybody on the internet, all of my friends, the fucking advertisement, the pointed advertisements that I'm seeing on Instagram and on Twitter, Dogecoin, Doggycoin, whatever. But it's not even real. I can't invest in it if I can't pronounce it. It's not real, though. That's the thing. It's like, you can't tell me you're an expert and tell me to like invest in Monopoly money because that's all this shit is. Bitcoin or Dogecoin, like, all, the only value that it has and the value that we believe it has because it doesn't have any kind of substantial thing backing it. So it's like, if you think it's worth something today, it will be. All you're doing is hoping that when you buy it, that someone else thinks it costs more than what you bought it for and then they'll buy it for more than what you bought it for. But there's no value to it. So at some point, it's almost like it's a Ponzi scheme. I'm just going to buy some sneakers. Hey. I'm just going to buy some shoes. I instead. mean, look, they, look I, I can't. I have a no place to argue that logic. I'm gonna buy some forums. Buy some Adidas forums. Why not? Maybe some, have you seen the new NMDs? Mm-mm. They don't look anything like NMDs anymore. Really? Yeah, like they look kind of like a hybrid between Yeezys and MMDs. It's weird. It is weird. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to make it a little more like Yeezys. I don't know how I feel about them yet, but. We'll see. Just don't buy any fucking wicker baskets on your feet. Oh god, you don't do those that shit. Look- I've seen people buying them, bro. They look awful. They they look awful. They look like awful. like they're like it, it's awful. It's like they're they're like designer Crocs. They look they look like to mm-hmm. me. They're just the worst things. I just it's <laughs> it's. I just want to. Do you have you ever seen that scene at Breaking Bad mm-hmm. where no like, actually I haven't. I don't know why. No, I've there's seen a this. there there's a scene where um, never seen Breaking Bad. There's a scene where uh, like Aaron Paul screaming that he can't keep getting away with this. Mm-hmm. I feel like that about Kanye. Like he can't keep getting away with this shit. You can't keep. You can't make people wear a laundry basket on their feet. And oh yes, buy. he can. He can't you, keep getting away with this. I'll tell you why. Because people attach a value to it as long as they believe that it's valuable. And that, there's a then that came full circle, didn't it? Boom. That's yeah. why they pay me zero dollars. 
Welcome back to the program, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Good click. Way to HTTP the shit out of that. Um, how was your week? It's exhausting, man. Yeah. Honestly, like full disclosure, Amanda kept reminding me that we had a show to do today, and I didn't know <laughs> who you were sometimes. <laughs> she was like, Oh, is Eric coming over? She was like, Who? <laughs> I literally said who. Yeah. And I was just like, damn. Like, and I felt bad, right? I was like, Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's happening. No, nah, I don't feel bad. I never canceled though. Just no, you didn't. I just, I just, I just forgot who you were for a split second. I would have fully understood if you needed to cancel. Um, however, the streak would have died with you. Yeah, I can't, and I can't have that. Can't have that on your I soul, can't have can you? That. Nah, man. Wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I would not. <laughs> I would toss and turn. <laughs> um. So I, I assume. Okay. So I, I saw on the news today that. Texas is at like 40% vaccination, mm-hmm. like double dose vaccination, I think. Maybe. And President Joe says he wants to have 70% of America vaccinated by 4th of July. Oh, okay. Did you know that? I, I think I heard him. He says a lot of things. That he does I'm, say a lot of things. He does a lot of things. Um, do you feel like we are... In your experience, do you feel like people are? Has the vaccination been ramping up or slowing down, or is it kind of steady? It slowed down a bit after the Johnson and Johnson thing. You know, like if like like the state paused it for those blood clots, and people just kind of didn't want the what shot the today. blood clot. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't hear that more often. <laughs> you know, because that really fit at that moment. But I didn't hear a lot of people say that. I think people just aren't very creative. But um, yeah. It slowed down when that happened for a bit, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's picking back up a little bit more. But people still have trepidations about the vaccine, so it's I don't I don't see it happening that way because I think the people that got the vaccine were people that really wanted it and were trying to trying to get it. But now it's just like you're trying to get people that are reluctant to get it. Have you done any kids? Can you even do kids now? As in terms of getting them vaccinations, I don't. Yeah, yeah like I I just keep thinking someone who. Who plays in the middle says, "Can you do kids?" Yeah, like I keep thinking oh. that one part. <laughs> Can you vaccinate kids? Well, us is eighteen and up. Eighteen and up. But I do vaccinate grown toddlers. So I mean, that that, that counts. Like, does that count? Uh, man, like, children. Yeah, I like you can call. Yeah, them. like grown, like just like adult infants. Mm-hmm. I vaccinate them. That's um, that doesn't quite count. That's not. Yeah. Exactly I, I, I what I'm talking about. I was about. just checking. Yeah. I was just checking. But yeah, no. I well, ours is, we do 18 and up. I think Pfizer is 16 and up. Mm-hmm. I think Pfizer is trying to get um, they're trying to get emergency uh, authorization for kids that are between 12 and 15. So yeah. it's coming. I think. I did hear that too. So yeah. I think you know once we get to the getting able to stick these kids full full stuff. Um, well, yeah, once again. Oh, yeah, that is. Like, yeah, like I just so I just don't want anyone to just think like, hey, we are that we do that kind of stuff here. Um, we don't do that kind of stuff here. Once we're <laughs> once we're able to vaccinate kids, I think we'll get closer to that seventy. Yeah, line. yeah, we've had we've had some kids like lie about their age to get the vaccine. Some and it's just like I don't know why you're doing that because it's probably because their parents are anti-vaxxers. Well, I don't they, know. They don't think that their parents are going to take them to get vaccinated because I've seen this before. <sighs> yeah, you're right. I've seen this before. But it's just like we these things are there for a reason, though. It's like we they don't know what it's going to do to a 16 year old or right. 17 year old. So you shouldn't get this yet. Yeah. You know, um, I saw that Mississippi is at the bottom 
of vaccinations right now. Shout out to B-Boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to B-Boy and uh, Jordan out there holding yeah. it down. Yeah. No, they're in Mississippi. They're in Biloxi. No, they're not. Are they in Biloxi? They're near Biloxi. I think they're in Biloxi, though. He'll, he'll co-correct me. When Do you want to give their address you. out and their phone number as well? I mean, they, they're, I mean, like, if you should, good. Actually, finding him in Biloxi wouldn't be that hard. I was going to say, look for an interracial couple in yeah. Mississippi. You mean, like, there's like eight of them. They're an interracial couple? They live down there. That's what's going to happen when yeah. you go talk to them. Exactly. You'll find them like yeah. immediately. <laughs> way, to, way to go. You just ousted your brother. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you like that. Uh, today's Mother's Day. It is. And I went to go see my mom. Cool. I bought her flowers from the internet that have not yet arrived. Thanks, FedEx. Appreciate that. Uh, they'll probably be dead by the time they arrive, but <laughs> whatever. That's just part of life. A great circle of life, like Mufasa said. Kind of a mess. It's like, hey, happy Brother's Day, Mom. Here are these dead flowers. Yeah. yeah. What did you do? I saw my mom yesterday. Because um, funny that we mentioned um, B-Boy. He was in town. So he, we went to go see my mom yesterday. And we went to just go eat, eat with her and hang out with her. I brought her some flowers. Um, I put some gift cards in the flowers. I don't know if she saw those. I hope she finds them before. Gift cards for what? Just Visa gift cards. Oh, sweet. She keeps it for anything. That's sweet. Yeah. So we did. I did that, and um, you know, it's just another way to thank my mom for not leaving me at like a um a firehouse. You, you know? know, you say that, but if you consider all of the great heroes throughout history that got abandoned by their parents, yeah, you could have been something far more than what you are now had your mom left you somewhere else you or know? far less you know like it's i mean you know glass half empty half full depending on how you want to look i at feel it. like i feel like when that happens there's not much room for middle ground like yeah they're gonna be like superman or it's gonna be a really rough ride you could have been superman you could have been spider-man you could have been harry potter you could have been luke skywalker I mean, you know, I, I like, think it turned out okay. Like, if I, and my mom, like, she didn't have to. You don't have a lightsaber. I don't. Um, I, but like I said, I'm I'm cool with that. Like, you don't have web shooters. I don't have web shooters. I don't have. I can't leave tall building single bound. You don't have X-ray vision. I don't have X-ray vision. Don't have heat vision. I don't have like ice breath. I have none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with that because my mom sacrificed a lot to get me to where I am now, and like. People, I think people just kind of think that parents have to do this. They don't. They really don't have to do this stuff. They could just not. And my mom did. So, you know, shout out to her for putting up with me. Because I, like I've said this before, I was an asshole. Like, I can, I can see days that my mom was just like, this nigga again. Like, I felt like she probably had that thought in her brain <laughs> when, like, I was, especially, I think in middle school, especially, she probably had the thought a lot in middle school. It's like, this Nigga, like she didn't, she won't think this word because she's not, she's that's not in her vernacular. Mm-hmm. But if I had to like paraphrase, there, she's like, yeah, this, this nigga, if God there was damn. A, a Nigerian equivalent to this, this nigga, yeah, this nigga it, here. whatever it is, that's what she was thinking. It's like, yeah. so well, shout out to both of our moms, yeah, your mom, my mom, for putting us here because without them, there would be no us, and without us, there'd be no state your take with Ed and Aaron. Uh, piggybacking off of your vaccination talk, uh, we got to talk about what's going on in India right now and what's going on in America here um, on the other side of that. So India right now looks pretty nuts as mm-hmm. far as COVID cases 
and confirmations and deaths and all that kind of stuff. I think on Friday, they um, recorded somewhere around nearly half of over 400,000, like close to 450, maybe even over that. 450,000 new cases yeah. of COVID-19 yeah, and dude. something around a dozen new mutated strands of the virus. So things are going pretty wild out there. But at the same time, if you are someone who is of affluence or privilege in India, you're, you're, you're still on lockdown, but you can still get food. You can still um, you know, quarantine safely. You can still be in your home. But there is like the other side of that where there are people who are setting up respiratory, um, I guess, little areas on the street. And people can't afford ventilators. So Damn. it's pretty bad out there now. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the worst spots in the world, if not the worst spot in the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I think there is a steep economic divide. Mm-hmm. So like you said, if you're if you're good, you're good. But if you're bad, if you're, like you're doing bad economically, then you're fucked. Because yeah. it's like, you know, there's not much resources out there for you. Not the resources. They don't have the ventilators. They don't have um, vaccine being shipped out to them. And they certainly don't have the manpower to administer those vaccines. That, so, like just the the way that um, you know the population is set up in India is very it's very dense. Like there's a lot of people in a very small area of India. So they're just people like literally just on top of each other. Kind of like you said, how it's like Brooklyn. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's kind of like that. You think about that only like only it's a con- it's a whole continent. Yep. Like that. So it's just it's prime for just transmission of these different strains and stuff. Um so if you guys want to help, if you want to send a donation, you can go to pennyappealusa.org. Donations. Donations. Um, and that money is going to be sent to people that need oxygen, PPEs, different medicine, um, and emergency response for the outbreak in India. So again, that's pennyappealusa.org. Okay. Um, something great happened this week. Um, this is going to be kind of a, a niche subject matter because I don't know if very many people are... I mean, if you listen to this show, you know who Dr. Umar Johnson is and you know who Kevin Samuels is. But if this is your first foray into State Your Take, give a little background on who Dr. Umar is and who Kevin Samuels is and why these two titans of the internet have clashed this week dr umar johnson is king of the hoteps okay now you gotta explain what a hotep is a hotep is a guy who is very much about um he's he's very much about uplifting black people and mostly black men but in a very very toxic way yeah yeah, there's a lot of this. Like he, he's all up for uplifting, but there's a lot of very toxic undertones. There's a lot of homophobia, a lot of homophobia, transphobia, a lot of um, misogyny. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's uplifting at the expense of a lot of other people and other things. Correct. Yeah. And this week he found himself in the middle of a a web beef with Kevin Samuels, who is kind of like a self help love 
doctor. Who's he's he's become the um, rallying. Um, he's become like they call him the Godfather. He's like the Godfather of quote unquote high value men. You know, high value men. Yeah, high value men. Well, I said air quotes. High value men. So air, air quotes. Okay. All right. High high value men. And he kind of like takes call. He does like a kind of like a love line kind of show where he takes calls from mostly women. Women about yeah. why they can't find a man. Yeah, and he proceeds to tell them this because you ain't shit. Yeah, he kind of yeah he just kind of like lays out why they why they're not shit, and it's very um, it's problematic. It's in some ways kind of it's overgeneralized. A lot of ways, kind of inaccurate, but I mean, it's yeah, it's that that that's his brand, and a lot of people. There are a lot of guys out there who. Um, I don't know, have some own their own shit to work out that kind of just like rally behind him in that sense. So this week, um, I guess one of the callers called into Kevin Samuel's show and asked him why don't why doesn't he address them, the women on that listen to the show and the women that call into the show, more in light like Dr. Umar does, because Dr. Umar refers to the women as queens, yeah, goddesses. You know, very uplifting, but also kind of like know your place, right. queen and goddess. But Doctor or uh, Kevin Samuels will tell him like, "You ain't shit. You're a five. You think you're an eight. You can bring yourself down. Also, wash your feet or whatever the fuck he says." <laughs> you know, it's just very degrading, right? And so Kevin Samuels went off and said that he said some things about um, uh, Doctor Umar Dr. that were not so they were not so flattering, so to speak. So I'm going to play this clip, and you guys can venture if this was somewhat disrespectful or very, very disrespectful. Umar Johnson, the man yes. who has two children by two different women that he never married. Dr. Umar Johnson, the guy that for the last 10 years has not built brick one of a school he's collected money from. Dr. Umar, hold, on, hold on, ma'am. Dr. Umar Johnson... Cool. The man who calls you queen, mother, goddess, and all this other kind of stuff. And again, for those who are keeping score, this is another woman who comes on and says, talk to us more like Umar. The prince of pan him. Big Papa's in the house. Run my donations. I mean, shout out to Umar. I ain't got no problem with the dude, but I think it's funny. Y'all keep coming over here and asking everybody to talk like Umar. No problem. No problem. You have no problem, sir? It sounds like he has a problem. A bit of a, 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 a scotch of a problem. A little smidgen of a problem. Yeah. Um, so, and, and Dr. Umar went on his Instagram Live and responded. I, I can't find the clip because there's so many uploaded. <laughs> but he essentially was like, if you use my material, you obviously watch me. You obviously watch what I do because there's too much of my material coming out your mouth. Something like that. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this question, Ed. Because you and I, we are aging. We are older than we were yesterday. Mm -hmm. But these two men are nearing 50 years old. Should 50-year-old men be beefing on the internet? Uh, In this case, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Why is this better for all of us? Because for it's... I'll never say no to entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know, like I always love a good show. And this is a great show to watch, you know. It's Correct. always like I mean, it, I we always go back to comic books, but in comic books, like whenever you saw, like it was always a rarity 
when you would see, like you're reading um, a comic book and you would see like two villains mm-hmm. just kind of go at it. Yeah, you would see like Doctor Doom and uh, like Magneto. Yeah, like they like we don't we don't know why. Like you should be on the same side, but you're not. Yeah, and you're beefing. Yeah, and you're fighting. Yeah, and we don't know why. We don't know how we got it, but we can't look away. We can't look away. I did actually find a clip of Doctor Umar. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Right. Black women. I count about a dozen. I'm gonna call them the dirty dozen of division. The Triple D, the Dirty Dozen of Division. There's about 12 members of the Dirty Dozen of Division, 12 beta males, YouTube life coaches, who are trying to build a platform by making black women feel bad. I don't like it. I I, I can't appreciate black men trying to make a dollar off of making black women feel bad. And unfortunately, our black women... Some of them are so thirsty for validation that they're participating. They're participating in the attacks and slander against the black female community. And that's not acceptable. Okay. By the sounds of that, this sounds like a very one-sided beef. It was right? a very, it was, it was like, it was like a subtweet. It was a subtweet. But it sounds like Dr. Umar is the victim here. He's the champion of black women and, doc, and Kevin Samuels is out here just you know, just slandering and just throwing around shade. And so by that, you might feel like there's a clear victor in all this. There isn't one. There though. really isn't one. Because the thing is like, when he says things, it's like when Dr. Umar says those things, it's like, he's not wrong. And then when Kevin Samuels says things about him not at like a breakdown for the school, he's also not wrong. Right. <laughs> Dr. Umar has been collecting money, donations, for this school that was you know, proposed, I don't know, how many years ago? The Isaiah Bradley Black Panther School. Uh Of of education and reformation and uh, black excellence. Right. Uh, That has not yet been built. We don't know if the funds are doing anything. We don't know where the money is going. So, you know, bit of a grifter in that sense. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Kevin Samuels is out here making money. Did he write a book? I think he wrote a book. I mean, he's kind of just empowering just uh he he's more just empowering bitch ass dudes. Right. Like uh oh, who's that other who's that fucking dude? Um this is, is the there's the dude on YouTube who's like how to shake hands like an alpha and like Oh my god. You, you know what I'm talking about? I hate anyone who uses that term alpha. But, but have you male. seen that dude? Do you know who I'm talking about? I think I I think I might have. This is the fucking Kevin Samuels is like the black version of that. So essentially, you got two sides of the same coin. You know, they they both have their um, efforts to dismantling and destroying. Uh, Actually, Kevin Samuels was the other side of the coin. It's Derek Jackson. Like that. That's the oh coin. yeah, that's a better. That's answer. the coin. We haven't seen or heard from him in quite some time. He'll be back. He will be back. They always come back. The villains never go away. They always come back. They uh, re, they, re, they, re, they reinvent themselves. So to to cap this off, who you got? If this goes if this goes down in a uh, IG live debate versus style, oh man, who you got? You got Samuels. You got Johnson. Oh, if I got to pick a winner, you got to pick a winner. Okay, like what would be the criteria of victory, though? Because I guess whoever you feel is the least embarrassing. Least embarrassing, yeah. I gotta go with Kevin Samuel. Mm. I gotta because the thing is like 
Kevin Samuel is it like the thing the thing about Kevin Samuel is like when he says things, he's not all the way wrong. It's just that I think that his 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 um views lack nuance. Mm-hmm. It's over I think it's oversimplified. You know what I mean? Like I don't like it's the tone and the delivery. Yeah, it's just a little bit oversimplified. Like it's just kind of packaged too neatly and it's way more nuanced in these kind of situations. So I don't so when Kevin Samuel says things, I don't all the way disagree with him, but it's like I don't think it's that clear cut though. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So but Dr. Dumar is just a he's just a grifter, man. Like you like how long did they build a school? Like, I'm I'm sure you have a lot of donations. Donations. Gifts. Gifts. Like, can we get a progress report on the school? Like, no. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So if we if we're going by like who has the most dirt on them, it's probably Umar. So I gotta I, at so, least but, publicly. Yeah, I gotta I gotta go with Kevin. Uh my winner is us, the fans, the people. That, that, <laughs> because if there's anything that we can hope for, is that this ends up being like a Godzilla versus Kong situation. Yes. And they both just get tired. <laughs> and then go back down into like Middle Earth or like the Hollow Earth, whatever like that, and they stay dormant again for another hundred thousand years. Yeah, that's the best case scenario for all of us, I think. Uh, piggybacking off of beef, Jake Paul, Logan Paul. I think it was Logan Paul. Was Logan fighting. Paul. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather. They had a bit of a scuffle. Oh, Jake Paul had the scuffle, but he's fighting Logan Paul. Which what? Yeah, he's fighting. He's fighting Logan Paul. Which is the one that got in the video where he took Floyd's hat? That was Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Yes. But Logan Paul is the one that's fighting. Yes. How confusing is that, right? I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. First of all, let me just say this about that video that I saw. Whoever filmed that from Floyd's IG needs to be fired because they got not one inch of footage from the actual scuffle. Yeah. It was just a big crowd shot. It was. But apparently there was a confrontation. The Jake Paul, Logan Paul. I'm just going to call him Paul from now on. I don't know which one it I mean, was. it's confusing. He so. took his hat. He took Floyd Mayweather's Jake Paul hat. Paul took um, Floyd Mayweather's hat. And he so. ran away with it. And Floyd had a problem with that. Jeez, yeah, he didn't like people taking his hat. He didn't like that. No, he didn't like um, that. Is this all a work? Are we being worked here? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I don't even count this as really... like People... At, people have an issue with saying that it's hurting boxing. But I think that people that are fans of boxing know that this is not boxing. Because Floyd hasn't fought an actual opponent since Andre Berto. And now it's probably I don't know. I don't know how many years ago that five was. Five or six years ago, right? Let me see. I gotta I gotta Google that. Cause I don't I don't remember how long ago that was. But it was a long time ago. Yeah. Um but the whole idea, the whole spectacle of these kinds of, you know, uh Triller, big money, big event type of fights has started to overshadow actual boxing because the Canelo Alvarez had a fight this weekend. Yeah, and I watched I, it yesterday. I didn't see one tweet about it. I mean, because these people, this isn't for boxing fans. That, that's what I'm telling you this right now. This isn't for boxing fans. Like, so people say it's overshadowing boxing. I don't. I don't agree with that because people that watch boxing are still watching boxing. Like, okay, that's, that's not what this is. But if there's a larger audience mm-hmm. watching these fights that are not watching boxing fights, mm-hmm. they're doing something right. 
Yeah, they're 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 appealing to fans. They're appealing to they're appealing to fans that like to watch YouTube personalities and stuff. So you know, why couldn't boxing take something from this the same way that UFC took a little bit from WWE with allowing their fighters to become more personalities? Because the thing is, like, because that that that's a borrowed shelf life. You know what I mean? Like, you can only pick up, you can only put that up so much. You know, like if for instance, like take Conor McGregor for example. He, mm-hmm. Like you can definitely say he took the WWE route, but at some point, you meet someone that's really about this life, mm-hmm. and they and they and they will fucking work you. But isn't Floyd the perfect example of someone who took the WWE life, but just so happened to be the best ever to do yeah, it? Yeah, because he and that's why I, that's why I keep saying he's the best to ever do this because not only was he able to to to. Um, solidify his persona as a villain. He also never forgot what it takes to be. What's the important point of this boxing thing is to be good in the ring. And he ne- like every time he's in the ring, he was a consummate professional. So he may have done whatever he did outside the ring to like draw views and draw eyes and like and um just mess with uh and make people want to hate him. But in the ring, in the ring, like you're, there's no one better than him. Adrian Bronner kind of did the same thing. But yeah, he tried to. But at the same time, like, but in the ring, he got beat by too many people. So but he, ra- but he did raise his value for a little while. He did for a while. But mm-hmm. at the same time, but you have, to, but you can't forget what got, what's important is being good inside the ring. Okay. So what if I proposed you this? Mm-hmm. What if boxing had fights that were like Canelo Alvarez versus who did he fight this weekend? He fought Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Joe Saunders. Okay. So that's like your main event, right? Mm-hmm. But on the undercard. Why not have a slap boxing uh, event? The reason why I have a problem with this is because, like, in 2019, 2018, two two people who boxed, I think one's name is Maxim Dadashev, they died in the ring. They they fought and they they had they had some injuries. They went to the hospital and they died. People die doing this shit. That's why you shouldn't play with it. Mm. So that's why I have a problem with watching like Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Do all this stuff and they I call it boxing. It's not boxing. People will risk it a lot. Like people who people who actually box, they get in just knowing that I'm putting my life online to do this. So if you to trivialize it, that's why I don't even call it boxing. I don't even consider this as boxing. Like this is people playing. Because even with Floyd Mayweather, like he's, he hasn't boxed anyone. I Googled it since 2015. The last the last legitimate fighter in the ring that Floyd Mayweather had to prepare for and fight was in 2015. Mm-hmm. That was the last person he fought. That was Andre Berto. That was it. He hasn't fought anyone he had to really prepare for since then. All this is just a money grab. And I'm not knocking for his, I'm not knocking for, for getting the money. It's fine. But don't call this boxing. That's not what this is. It's just it's, it's, it's some YouTube shit. Like it's a circus. It's a circus. It's all it is. Like and, it's, and, and, and if you want to watch it, I'm not gonna judge you for it. Just don't call it boxing. Are you gonna watch it? No. Like not even for free. There's no reason, like, here's the thing, like... Not even if somebody invited you over and was like, Floyd let's May- watch this. Floyd Mayweather is the, probably the best box. not probably, he is the best boxer I've ever seen box. There is no reason, no reason, unless it's, unless it's stage that Logan Paul or Jake Paul, whenever he fights him, should have any reason to even be competitive with Floyd Mayweather. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Let's say, and, you know, I know... I know that this isn't going to happen. Okay. I know that there's a 99.9% chance this is going to go Floyd's way. But on that 0.1% chance, 
that Logan Paul, Jake Paul, uh, somehow connects with Floyd's jaw and knocks him out. Do we, as black people, have to move back to Africa <laughs> simply out of embarrassment? Can we stay in this country? That's a serious question. I'm not kidding. I know you're not. It's, it's, uh, that'd be a rough one. We would have to leave, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just, oh, man. We would have to pack our back. We can't go back. Like, you know how they always say, like, oh, you can't come back to the hood if you ever lose that fight? We couldn't go back to the hood. I don't know. Man, look. The thing, the thing about Floyd at this point is that Floyd is 42. And I don't consider him at this point being, like, even in the boxing game anymore. Because he's not. I mean, he's not fighting competitive fighters at this point. I honestly, like for me to think that he will lose with it, I, the the more I would think it had to he had to, to be staged. It had to be staged. It would have to be right. It would have to be. St- I I just can't. Well, I've seen Floyd fight some. I've, I've seen him fight many Pacquiao. I've seen him fight Canelo Alvarez. I've seen him fight Sugar Shane Mosley. I've seen him fight Miguel Cotto. I've seen him fight the best of the best, and I've seen him control every aspect of that fight from beginning to to the end. So there's no way you can sell me that Jake Paul or Logan Paul can somehow be competitive. No fucking way. I I can't buy that shit. Mm. I just can't. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just saying, man. I know. I hear you. I'm packing a bag just in case. I, (laughs) I hear you, and I get that. I understand your sentiment, but like the. I, I feel I feel like a I feel like a Trump voter at this point. Like either he wins or it was staged. Like that's it. I can't think of anything else. There's no other there's no other there's no other there's no other um, alternative for me. NBA playoffs are about to hit. And it's kind of a scramble this year. It's very interesting with this play in game system that they have going on right now. Interesting and amazing. Interesting. It's amazing. It's frustrating to the players yeah. because they have to take these last few games seriously right. because they count now. Yeah. Um, what is the play-in system and why is it so annoying? Well, the way that it works, for those who don't know, um, they, have the, they have the eight. Instead of eight seeds now, it's like 10 seeds. So it's like one through 10. Um, here the, the, so the, for the play-in, seven and eight play. Um, so the 7th seed and 8th seed play, mm-hmm. and the nine and 10th seed play. Whoever wins out of the 7th and 8th seed automatically goes into the play, goes into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The loser of the 7th and 8th seed has to go, has to play one more game. They have to play the winner of the nine and 10th seed. Mm-hmm. So the winner of the nine and 10th seed has to play the winner of 7th and 8th seed, while the loser is out. It's kind of like, it's a little like the Olympics, right? Well, that or not the Olympics, uh, like or the, or the NCAA, NCAA they, they first. like World Cup does it too, something mm-hmm. like that. I think, mm-hmm. but it's uh, you know, it just it it causes it like you don't want to be nine and ten. You don't want to be nine and ten because you just you extend your season, and we're already on a shortened um, off season this year due mm-hmm. to bubble season, right? Yeah. So teams like the Lakers, the Heat, the Celtics, um, you know, teams that went deep into the playoffs last year mm-hmm. are really trying to hustle for, you know, getting those top spots so that they don't have to play as long and play as many games 
because everybody's kind of dealing with injuries. Everybody's dealing with COVID protocol this year, mm-hmm. and it has really debilitated a lot of teams this year, yeah, including the Miami Heat. Yeah. But it does make it very interesting for fans. It makes every game count so much more. Like there was a, there was a time, you know, before the play in that you would watch games and everyone have their season. It's and it's like these games were just you watch them just to watch them. But now that you have now instead of sixteen teams, you have twenty teams going into the playoffs or potentially going to the playoffs, and all these games count now. So overall, it just improves the regular season quality just because everything means so much more now. I remember that LeBron came out and said that he hated it. And I get that because as a player, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like you have to play a lot more. You have to play harder. And you have to just play longer in the season. You have to like you can't take you can't take shit off now. Yeah. And he's coming off an injury. So Right. So I get so like when LeBron says I hate it, I'm not even mad at you for hating it. Like I get that. Because I would hate it too. But as a but as a as a basketball watcher, love this shit. It's amazing. I'm about to say a sentence to you that I probably have never sent said before in about 20 years okay today the new york knicks beat the los angeles clippers 106 to 100 wow and right now the knicks are uh i think they are in a solid fourth place in the east damn i believe so that damn julius randall man (sighs) julius derrick rose derrick rose who I mean, the thing about Derrick Rose is that like he never, like he like he has his issues. He was never a bad basketball player. He mm-hmm. never was. Like he had his issues off the court. Um, I guess yeah, I guess he had issues with like anxiety and stuff like that. But he was never, ever a bad basketball player. Right. Ever. Um. So now that your Rockets are <laughs> very much not a playoff team anymore, very much not. Uh, who are you rooting for? Or do you have a rooting interest this year? <sighs> I I guess if I had to pick one team that I would want to get to the playoffs and get to and get the championship, it's probably the Suns because I just feel like Chris Paul really I really like to see him get a ring hmm. at some point. Just because, and by the way, if any player, if any player should get a coaching job right after they play, it's Chris Paul. You think he would be a good coach? Look what he did with the Rockets. Look what he did with the Thunder. Mm-hmm. And look what he did with the Suns. Like every team he goes to, he makes them better. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily make him a good coach. I mean, but I think it gives you a resume. I mean, if you're gonna give Steve Nash a job right out the gate, like with no coaching experience, <laughs> bro, Steve Nash. I'm just saying, dude. Steve Nash might be. Has there ever been a coach to win a championship in their first season coaching? I'm trying to think. Not just with a team ever. Steve Kerr. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. Hang on, let I think me look that Kerr up. Did. Her. I mean, but I think it was assistant coach, though. I don't know if he. I don't no, know. No, I'm talking about head coach. No, I'm saying like as a head coach. I think yes, yeah, Steve Kerr. I think Steve Kerr did. Steve I think Kerr he did. did it. I think he did. Uh, let's see. He career highlights. Um, God damn it. Okay. Um, in fourteen, going to go say words because see my Jason. Some really for during the 2014-2015 season. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Steve, I think Steve Kerr did. Yeah, but I mean, if I'm saying if you're gonna give Steve Nash a job out the gate, yeah, I'm just like that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I think I think he deserved a shot. I think if he wants it, he could get one. It should be there. Yeah, 
It also, he could just be a State Farm rep. He definitely could be. He could be, it him could be, and, he could be him and Cliff Paul. Him, Cliff Paul, Aaron Rodgers, uh, host of Jeopardy, Aaron Rodgers. And, Jake and Drake from State Farm. And, and Jake and Drake from State Farm. So there you go. Um, I obviously am rooting for the Miami Heat. Right. Because this is my team now. I have <laughs> I have publicly announced my team after uh, living in, in silence yeah. and in, in shadows and secrecy for years. I've come out publicly and stated that I am a Heat fan. Yeah. And so I have to wear this now. However, I goofed a little bit this year. How so? Um, my buddy Lou and I, we we placed a wager oh. earlier this oh. season oh. Uh, on which team would have the better regular season. Record. Is it Harden-based? No, it's not Harden-based. Okay. Well, it's a little Harden-based, but it, po- retroactively Harden-based. <laughs> I, I said that the Miami Heat would have a better regular season than his beloved Brooklyn Nets. Oh, no. This was pre... This was just as Kevin Durant signed Oh no! to the team, right? Yeah. And so, you know, things happened uh-huh. with Harden, you know, flip-flopping yeah. between going to Miami possibly and then going fucking off to Brooklyn, right? It's... And then uh, LaMarcus Aldridge decided he wanted to go to Brooklyn. Then he retired, though. And then he retired. And then Blake Griffin decided he wanted to go to Brooklyn. And I'm pretty sure I'm hearing rumors that Aaron Rodgers is <laughs> in negotiations <laughs> to go to the Brooklyn Nets after he leaves the Green Bay Packers. So, needless to say, I lost that bet. Dude. So now I have to go to the store and purchase a hungry man dinner and eat it live on uh, on the internet. You keep doing it. It's another clip for you. This was a lock for me, Ed. Do you understand that this was a lock? We were the Eastern Conference champions. I know. How are we going to lose? How would we have lost? Dude, the fucking all the planets had to align. You know, but I, I, think, I think it's just also poetic. Is it? It's a little bit. Here's why. Because the fact that like Harden went to the Nets yeah. and it's causing you to hungry man dinner live, but it's like, it's, it, come on, you got to see that. He, no, he's the bane of my existence. <laughs> it's like, you're just like Arch Nemesis. <laughs> he doesn't even know I exist. <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he gets that feeling at night where he can't sleep, that's me. You mean he's just like, yeah, like he gets that, like, wheezing it, wheezing down in the section. Yeah. And he feels like that cold chill mm-hmm. in his back, mm-hmm. like in between strippers. Yep. It's like, oh man. That's me. That's my energy being projected. Oh. Right, even right now, he's just like, because he's, I'm sure he could play right now, but he's just like, I'm, he's just biding his time. He's like, I don't have to rush back. And that's so fucking frustrating, too, because you, like, we just talked about LeBron, like, being pissed off at this playing game because yeah. he knows that he has to go in and do the work yeah. on the court, right? And then here's fucking Brooklyn where you have three, not once, not two, not but three of the biggest stars in basketball, future Hall of Famers for sure. And one of them is just like, yeah, I don't have to play that hard. I don't even have to play at all because I know the other two fucking legendary stars got this. Yeah, so he's just, he's just, he's just back to just biding his time. And they're not even the, the, the first place team in the, in the East. They're like number two. And then he, and he, that's the thing. He's like, I don't have to rush back. It's so kind of scary. It's frustrating as fuck. It's kind of scary. He's, he's like, because he, because when he, when I hear him talk, he's like, I feel like he's healthy now. He's just like, I just don't want to chance it. But here's the, here's going to be the sweet part. Mm-hmm. When they get bounced. You think they're going to get bounced? I think they're going to get bounced. I mean, it will, I, it will be, I'm sure it'll be sweet for you. And listen, I don't think, look, I, do, do I think the Heat can beat the Nets in seven games? With all three? Yes, I do. All three, I do. Man, 
I do think that. I think it would be a seven game series. I think that, but I think that we could bounce I think that we can beat him. I think James Harden has showed us like another level of basketball that we didn't know that he was capable of. But he hasn't done it in the playoffs. I don't know, man. He hasn't done I, it in the playoffs. He doesn't yet. have to. Because Kevin Durant's there. Fuck off. <laughs> um, who you got for the spotlight this week? I have a mom. It's Mother's Day. So it is Mother's very Day. So I have a mom. It is Janet Hubert. What? Janet Hubert. You mean Aunt Viv? Aunt Viv. The OG Aunt Viv? OG Aunt Viv. From the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? No disrespect to Daphne Maxwell Reed. No disrespect. Because, I mean, I like, she can't help the fact that they read the character back when they got, when they put her in there. Yeah. Yeah, so no disrespect. She she stepped into a shadow, uh, like a nuclear shadow. You know how, like, when they, like, when, you know, they say when the bomb goes off, there's shadows on the wall? Yeah. That's what she stepped in. It's reminiscent, too, like, seeing a Lion King when Simba puts his foot and Mufasa's footprint, mm-hmm. it's like that. Yeah, like, exactly. it's like that. You just you you couldn't you couldn't wear the boots. You couldn't yeah. fit into the shoes. Yeah, you follow. She followed a fucking force mm-hmm. that was Janet Hubert. Mm-hmm. And even because even in that one role, she was so iconic. And the fact that you just saw someone who could be just um, d- dignified and funny mm-hmm. and could sing. And dare I say, sexy. Yo, I didn't know until that dancing's episode. Yeah, when she when she wore the the pink joint. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. No, none of us are ready for that. We weren't ready for that. We were, I wasn't ready for that. We weren't ready for that. I wasn't like I just I was I was used to I and Viv just you know being poised mm-hmm. and dignified, mm-hmm. and I didn't see her just being covered in Pepto Bismol. Yeah, just painted on. Yeah, looking like a fucking. Like a piece of fucking bubble bubble yum. It was crazy. Just looking like a fucking, just like looking real good. Yeah, it's that. Uh, yeah, just looking looking like a fucking. You never, you ever, you ever, you ever had a Kia Royale? What? <laughs> it's a, a Kia Royale. It's a cocktail. It's, it's champagne with a little bit of a. Uh, uh, a Chambord in it. Okay. Right? And it's, it's, it's kind of pink, right? Yeah. But if you put it in the right champagne flute, it looks look like a woman. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how Aunt Viv was looking in that that pink get-up, that pink leotard when she was doing that dance. And then, and then the music came out, she just killed the shit. Killed it. Killed it. Just, and yeah. So, and it also reminded me of like, have you seen the reunion? Uh, the Fresh Prince reunion. Yeah. Yes. And you saw like that scene where she was with um, Will as you're talking about how they made her life. And, uh, and, and I believe it because in that role, we saw just all that range from her. Mm-hmm. And we didn't hear anything else. Yeah. It was really upsetting to know that that one incident really blacklisted her from Hollywood. Because she was really so talented. Because she could have done a lot. I really don't see how she couldn't be in anything else because she was so talented. We saw all this talent from her. Right. You know, and this one role that Mm -hmm. she was in for like a few seasons Mm -hmm. and and she was was in this show with like James Avery Mm -hmm. and like, you know, Will Smith and she was really just one of those Titans. Titans in that role. She was one of the linchpins of that show so much that when she left. It was never the same. Right. It didn't feel the same. It never did. And we like, actually, we I remember we put her on our Mount Rushmore of black TV sitcom. Models. She is. And mm-hmm. she earned her spot there. She belongs there. Yeah. So, 
And I, I just, and sometimes when I see that, when I saw that, when I saw that reunion, I was just like, man, that just sucks because like I really think that she could have been in, like she could have been just one of these uh, like an iconic type of actor acting figure because yeah. she was just so talented and we just because of the way that Hollywood works like that didn't happen. So yeah. shout out to her very much. Shout out to her. Great, great pick, dude. Um, I'm gonna give my spotlight to B Rob. From the Random Ramblings <laughs> with Rob show, 3R show. Uh, when you and I first started the podcast, yeah, we man. went to that meetup at Bar Boheme. Yeah. And B-Rob, not only was the first person that we saw, but it was the first person that felt like he was welcoming us into the Houston podcasting community. He was very, yeah, he was very welcoming, man. And he walked up and he had his uh, his fanny pack on. All of his swag. Like, he's so much swag. Birch stand daddy. Swag king. Like, he had the hat. He had a scarf. Swag king. A t-shirt. Swag king. A fanny pack. A WWE fanny pack. Swag king stickers Rob. stickers and buttons. Swag king. Swag king. Swag king Rob. Literally, like... Took get, made me take a step back and saying like, "Yo, we need to start making like merch like as soon as possible." Schwacking because this dude right here ain't playing. He was he like from that singular meeting, he gave me contacts to get sponsorship deals yeah. for like a pair of headphones and like some uh, the hook and rub spices. That yeah, yeah, like he was very instrumental in putting us onto game. Schwacking Rob. Schwacking Rob. So thanks to B Rob for you know not just being the cool dude and you know being down to come on and and talk shit, but also inviting us to come on and talk shit on his show as well. Yeah, I hope that name sticks. Schwag King Rob. Schwag King Rob. He's gonna make. He's already making t-shirts right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has. He has. He has buttons. He's got buttons. <laughs> he has a scarf. <laughs> he's got uh, condoms. Picked it up right now. Like he's gonna be merch standing. It, like it has to be erect to get the whole message swacking around. Yep, it's gonna be a magnum. Yeah, that only um, he can wear. <laughs> Do you have an education for the week? Yeah, stop choosing to be ashy. What? Fucking hydrate. Who chooses ashiness? I, a lot of a lot of y'all. I, 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 Who is y'all? Because I feel like you're talking to me right now. I'm not talking. Like, are you I'll, ashy? I'll have you know that I have. Three different types of moisturizers that I use, sir. And that's fine. That's good. You should. I just, I, I like. I'm just tired of seeing people with, um, like alligator skin and stuff. It's weird. Mm. It's gross. It is gross. It is gross. Like I don't know why. Like the summer looking y'all makes me itch. Listen, guys, it's getting to be summertime soon. Yeah, man. We can't be out here playing with this sun. Yeah. Fuckers gonna fuck us up. Yeah. Give you all kinds of burns and cancers and shit. Hydrate. Go out there and get yourself some water. Some lotion with some SPF in it. Yeah. Stay safe. Stop, stop looking so goddamn dusty. On the topic of this, do you want to um, like lay down your skincare routine real quick for all the fellows out there that may be you know a little apprehensive to get into the game? You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, like I, 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 I gotta get, I get, the, I get the Shea moisture. Mm-hmm. Bald head moisturizer. Bald head moisturizer from Shea. Gotta get, the, gotta get, the, gotta get the scalp. Uh huh. You no, know, I got the facial. Right. I got the facial lotion for the face. What 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 are you using for the face? It's a it's a Cetaphil. Okay. You know? Cetaphil lotion for the face because you don't want to get something too thick for the face. You don't want to clog the pore. You got to let the face breathe. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then I got like I got um I got also got the same moisture skin for the beard. Got, oh, so important for the beard, gotta right? Get the beard. You know what I mean? So it moisturizes the beard right. and the skin underneath the beard. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Don't want those ingrown hairs. Don't want the ingrown hairs. So you gotta get you gotta get the out of moisture right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. then. 
and then I get the I, I got the I get the Vaseline men's. Oh yeah, yeah, the Vaseline men's. The unscented, right? I it's a scented. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's like it's still like it does a job. Right, you know what I mean? Right. I get the Vaseline men's lotion. Word. And you hit that. You gotta hit that after you got the shower. Word. Yeah. Word. Let it let it absorb. So you're not you're not just. You don't want to just do it too weird and hit the door. You gotta let it absorb. You gotta let it sink in. You gotta, gotta let skin. it dry. You gotta skin soak it up. Yep. I got yeah. the uh, I get the wet skin moisturizer from Jergens. That's cool. So like I'm not even out the shower yet. Like I turn the water off and I'm still dripping wet. And I got the sh- I got the wet skin moisturizer. I just slather it all over myself and then I let myself air dry. Yeah, man. And I swear to I swear to God, I am glowing when that shit dries off. So <laughs> my skin is flawless. I'm telling you, man. So like this is happened by accident, yo. No. Bad. Like, I don't just I don't just walk out this way. No, this, this is, is work. This is a project. This takes work. Takes a lot of experimentation. Takes a lot of uh, trial and error. Yeah. And then once we find the right mixture, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm sure when you go to work, people are looking at you like, "Wow, that looks like he looks like." Damn. When they stare, that's what I think I see them saying. Because mm-hmm. people stare sometimes, like I don't know if they're waiting for stuff, but just like sometimes some of my colleagues are just like, why are they staring? I'm just like, they gotta stare. Like you gotta let, give them time to process what they're looking at. Right. Like they're you're like, what you're seeing, y'all on the east side of Houston, you're out there by Channel View, you don't see shit like this all the time. No. You know what I mean? No. So when you see it, you gotta pause. For the cause. Right. Which is fine. Understand yeah. that this is not an everyday occurrence. It's not. But you and I, we are going to do our part in trying to make this an everyday occurrence. Yeah. Like when you see a rainbow, you just, do, you, do you just glance at a rainbow? Mm-mm. No. You stare at it. You stare at it. In awe. You process it. Yes. You're just like, man, it's a rainbow. I ain't, man, when was the last time I saw a rainbow? You don't even remember. You don't even remember. It's such a rare occurrence. Yeah. So when you see someone staring at you, mm. that's what that is. They're just trying to take that. They, they're trying to process that. Don't be offended well, if someone's staring at you. Talk to them. You just gotta let you gotta you gotta understand that they need time to process what they're looking at. Understand the process. Yeah, like they just they don't see that every day. It's like an eclipse. Mm. You know, say or a shooting star or Bigfoot. You know, or just like a majestic mountain range. Aliens. You don't just glance at it. Yeah. You gotta pro- you gotta look. You gotta stare. You gotta process you gotta it. Process like that's it. like that's you gotta look at the beauty, art, and the majesty. Art. Of it. It's art. Yeah. We're works of art. We're literally, we're literally walking works of art. So when someone's staring at you, don't be offended. Mm-hmm. Strike a pose. Strike a pose. Let them intake you. Let them take it in. Let them take you yeah. into your mouth. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said. Yeah. I mean, just to double back on it, fellas, please put some motion on your feet. Especially, yeah. Like, don't don't get to your ankles and get tired. Don't be laying up with your lady. Have her, like, rubbing your feet with her feet underneath the covers and feel like she's rubbing up against, you know what I'm saying, a block of cheese or something. <laughs> I don't know. Moldy cheese. Old cheese. Moldy cheese. Just put some lotion on your feet. Just Clip so- your toenails. Wax your back if you can. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Some ladies are into the, the hairy thing. We don't judge. We don't judge. But take care of yourself, man. Now, if you don't do it for her, do it for yourself because your body will appreciate have it. Some, have, some, have some pride in yourself. Have some pride in your appearance. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, check out our playlist on Spotify. The State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. We'll probably revamp that at some point, right? Revisit it. Yeah, we should. 
we should do that we should we should revisit that yeah Mm -hmm. at some point we're gonna have to go back and you know make some edits yeah add some things take some things away i already took off like a couple of my picks because the artist ended up being problematic and i was (laughs) like i can't do that right um do you want to give your social media do you care about that i mean like i I'm, I don't know if you want to follow me. I don't do shit. Like yeah. honestly, like you probably follow me. Then I follow me yeah. two weeks. So you really, I don't post anything. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All, I don't. I, don't I want mean, you, you you can get at me. Yeah, if you want to, hit them in the DMs. Yeah, I mean, just keep it PG. Yeah, please yeah, don't get me in trouble out here. Please <laughs> don't be out here fucking doing shit with us. And don't be releasing any fucking texts and, and chats either. Like, don't do that shit. That's not withstanding with me. I'm just saying in general, like, don't do that. It's bad, tacky behavior. Yeah. Anything else you want to say to other people? We love our city. We don't care for the rest of you. Gamma Gator Productions.